This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. My name is Zach, and I play Alaris Dream, a half-high-elf bladesinger wizard, scholar of the Weaver's Guild, and a keeper of reflection. My name is Yessi, and I play Grimton Steadyhand, a fighter, paladin of Bahamut, special legionnaire of the Pandominion, and revolutionary in the Red Capes. My name is Steven, and I play Urshan Bethethnosh, a red dragonborn cleric of the Twilight Domain, representative of the EWU, and a part of the Lace Battalion. My name is Sarah, and I play Agnar Elfbreaker, an orc barbarian and the first daughter of the late Jarl, Skold of Indelfilk, killed by the warlord Gleb Headtaker. And this is Advantage. Advantage. How do I jump into this? I don't have anything written out for how to set this scene up, so I need your help. Well, what's the scene? Well, the scene is Iron Tusk, Headface, Not Purple, Magnus Dodger, I got the hiccups, and Fang. I got the hiccups as the other member of the herd. <laughs> and Fang are all on the hunt, and at some point, your plan is to ambush them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Important question. Is Fang carrying a boar spear? Yes. Is it smaller than the other ones, or <laughs> is it a full-sized boar spear? It is a full-size, unwieldy boar spear. That's cute. That's the answer I wanted. I just wanted to ask. This spear is, in no uncertain terms, too damn big. I didn't. I didn't have any like use for that information. I just like wanted. It's important to know. I get it. It just felt like a thing I should know. It feels relevant. So let's say that the parties have split their way. We got uh, A team and B team. One going with the Jarl A team, and uh, the others going with Skinsliver. Uh, and you are clearly going to follow the Jarl's team. Give me stealth checks as they head off. Oh, God. Uh, four. Twelve. Seven. Thirteen. Again, the Butcher, uh, who's also with you, rolled a very unremarkable eleven. Your party is currently made up of a crew of, yeah, not great. Yeah, that tracks. So as the horses are walking by on their way uh, bound for the forest... Headface says, there's something wrong here. But nobody listens to him. He was going to say, that's the response that that he got. Um. (laughs) You see that Headface has reached down for a hand axe to hold while the horse is galloping, but nobody else is really paying him much mind. Tell me about the distance that you're staying away from the Jarl's entourage. A decent distance? I didn't make the joke this time. It wasn't I'd say, me. I'd say about <laughs> about 60 feet or so. Yeah. Out of earshot. <laughs> a mechanically convenient 60 feet. <laughs> 60 feet is like not that far. Yeah, 60 feet is actually pretty close. Yeah. That's why we almost got noticed. Well, some of us. <laughs> is the entourage going off searching for a place to uh, dismount or are they like fanning out with their horses trying to uh, unbush? Is it a pack? A pack of wild hogs? What's a group of hogs called? What's a group of horse called? 
It's just a herd. I got something completely different. What was yours? Well, because it gives three different ones. So hogs, it says passholder team. Swine, whatever the difference is, is called a sounder. And a group of boars is called a a singular. No, I thought that was just the singular word. There's... I don't know, man. That's Google, not me. We're going to call it a passel. I don't know. Are, are, are we trying to unearth a passel of hogs? Or are we uh, like setting up shop and then like laying in wait? What happens if the hunt like goes awry? Like if somebody dies, like that type of yeah. awry? Or I mean, yeah, hogs are mean, right. man. Yeah, like what if the Jarl got bored by a hog and died? Then the hog becomes the Jarl. <laughs> that is a so much more satisfying arc than uh, what we're going for. That would for. be very funny. <laughs> What a twist that would be. Holy shit. Um, that, uh, this is actually kind of why I asked earlier, like, what does a boar hunt look like? Like, I don't know the strategy that that people... Well, first you got to locate the boar, right? Well, sure, but is that a thing that you... Do you just, like, creep through the woods? Is it... Do you just, like, hang out? So I think that this is just a, a running of the horses through the woods. They kind of, like, fan out and just all plow in a single direction. Mm-hmm. Kind of shake uh, everything up. Yep, shaking everything up and see what runs. What if we hit him from above as a surprise? There's... That'd be fun. What do you mean above? Um, well, I can only take four people. Fine! Wait, uh, Urshan, like, waves to get everybody's attention, and then I might can immobilize the entire group at once. I have hold person as a spell. I love hold person, but hold person doesn't work for a crowd, does it? It sure does. When you, you cast, cast this spell a using level. a third level or higher, you can target additional humanoid for each slot above second level. Ooh. Within 30 feet of each other when I target them. So... Um, at, at a range of 60 feet. I'm an, uh, I'm a, a level, what, we're 11, right? Yeah. Um, cleric, so like... Do you have like fifth level spells? Yeah, I, I, I looked up the chart just so that I didn't screw it up. I can actually, I have one sixth level spell, but I can pretty easily go up to a fifth level spell, which there's, should, you know, should be enough to, to immobilize. Yeah, because we don't want to immobilize Fang necessarily. Yeah, we're not worried. I'm not worried about Fang. I just want to immobilize everybody else. Yeah, so here's what I'm thinking. Um, I can cast Fly on all of us. Then we can just go above them and come down from above and It'd get the sneak fun. on. They'll never, they'll never see it coming. They're going to be looking down at the ground for these boars. Because there's no flying boars, you know. <laughs> that we know of. There is a legend. <laughs> it's a legendary flying boar, but no one's ever seen it. Is there? You'll have to tell it to me sometime soon, Agnar. <laughs> Are you saying like, that right now? Why don't we just take a break and do it right now? <laughs> <laughs> you heard of the, the phrase, when pigs fly? We I know, I haven't. Uh, Is that a... There's really one in these woods somewhere. That's a Kolgafirin expression? It's odd. But yeah, later. <laughs> I could walk up directly to them as the distraction so that you guys can fly up, and I just hold them, and then you come down and beat the tar out of them. This is sounding more and more fun. Why not just attack them from above? I guess we all could. person too? Yeah, that would work too. Then Let's I'll do that. Then I'll cast fly at a sixth level. 
So I can target four people. <laughs> Everyone in the party has now a flying speed of 60. Well, I'll just remain here then. <laughs> you just run up on them when we're done. The hunting band has taken off with their bearing, trying to flush out these boars and have gotten some hits. Um, you hear the sound of shouting and excitement in the distance. You hear whinnying of startled horses and the tromping of hooves crashing through the brush. And you know that they've they've got some sort of lead. And they are going at their regular speed of 60 feet per round, 10 feet a second-ish. Can we talk about how that's not actually very fast? No. 10 feet in a second? How fast is... Yeah, 10 feet per... That's like a good run. Only 6.8 miles an hour. But for a a horse. horse. Well, for a horse. I thought you were talking about people. Yeah, I was like, it's pretty pretty good. Oh, right. They're on horses. I think you'd surprise yourself. You you can easily get up to like 10 miles an hour for a burst. (laughs) The average, you know, speed that a person could pretty easily achieve is 8 miles per hour. 60 feet is definitely slow for a horse but it is double the speed of most people. It depends on if they're dashing, because they could dash, right? If they dash, that's double. So if you have a horse actually moving, then they're moving double. Yeah. Um, that's 120. And I suppose that at most times, the horse is dashing if they're galloping, right? Yeah. yeah. 13 miles an hour. Okay, that's, that's substantial. Okay, so we're flying and they're hunting. They're hunting in chaotic ahead. Uh, and it sounds like a uh, an uproarious good time. We're gonna float up over them, and then, I don't know, when I say go, we're gonna drop down, and I wanna take Iron Tusk head on, um, but I definitely need y'all as backup, in case the cronies uh, come to his aid. The What's goal it? is not to kill the cronies. I mean... My goal is to not kill the cronies. I guess roll initiative. Let's do it. Ershin, you've got the drop. You've got highest initiative. Are you all flying in a single mass or like separately? Definitely formation. Like a delta? Exactly. With who in front? I would imagine Ershin since he's casting, he's the one that needs to cast the hold person. Yeah, I'm leading the charge. The lot of you see below this chaos unfolding. There are three boars that have been uh, uprooted among this, not to mention the chaos of everything else. This is a wooded area. You can see down through the trees vertically, so like you can get your eyes on everything. It's not like the canopy's so thick that uh, you can't see what's going on. There's a, a marsh ish lowland kind of in the middle which would probably be difficult terrain for those of you who are not mounted so feel free to use the trees in the lowland to your advantage oh um and at this point the jarl's entourage has is trying to circle the boars and close in on them and at this point nobody has gotten off their horses all of them are trying to pick at the the boars from horseback
I cast Hold Person as a fifth level spell, targeting all of the adults in the party. And their horses? I don't think I can do that. Okay. So I am just targeting them, which I kind of like the idea of them just like the horses keep going and then then they just like floating there. You cast Hold Person and I need to... Do I have saving throws to do on Hold Person? I would assume so. Target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. So they would fall off the horses. They aren't just floating there. The Jarl has failed. So Jarl is paralyzed. Headface has saved. Uh, Bjarni, not purple, has saved. Both of them Dang. rolled 17s. Uh, Magnus Daughter uh, rolled a 12. I'm going to be paralyzed. Well, I got two of them. Two of the horses are still running chaotic without a, uh, a functioning rider, and the, and the boars are still going nuts. Iron Tusk is on Slipper, who's a well-trained, massive gray war horse. Uh, Slipper does not mess around. Slipper knows that his job is to stay sturdy and not buck at the aggression from the boars. And so Iron Tusk is not going to fall off. Um, However, Iron Tusk must make a saving throw and roll a 10. Still paralyzed. Will fail again and be paralyzed. That's right. One of the boars is going to make an attack and this is going to go up against, I don't know, pick a horse. Pick a color horse. We know that Jarl's is gray. Pick another one. Uh, Purplish. <laughs> we can't have another purplish person. A uh, purplish horse. Fine. We already have two purplish people. We don't need a purplish horse, too. Chestnut. Who's uh, riding the chestnut horse? Headface. Gosh dang it. The boar is going to go up against Headface and will charge with a 20 feet line toward the target and rolled a 16 is attacking the horse the chestnut horse it will will hit the horses don't have very good ac um that sucks they should have horsey armor they should have horsey armor but that would be unsportsmanlike but i don't like it if the target is a creature it must succeed in a dc strength saving throw or be knocked prone. When I'm Yarl, we're gonna get our horse's horsey armor. It will not be knocked prone. It stays uh, up. The chestnut horse will take six slashing damage. Poor guy. Have Headface and Not Purple noticed that the other two are <laughs> like not res- like not there? Yeah. yeah. No. Grimton knows that Agnar is gunning for the Yarl, so he's gonna try to make a line for him. One of the two that isn't paralyzed, or that I can tell. Can I tell uh, which ones are yeah, riding weird? Yeah, the ones weird? that are active and calm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not okay. the ones that are stiff like a board. I just saw head phase. He seems like he might be busy with the boar. I'm gonna go for not purple. And am I in range to like take a like a dive at him, like strike him? I guess you can be with your 60 foot flying speed. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that this isn't something that you should be able to do? No, it feels wrong, but I think it's right. I mean, probably because flying is not your average mode of transportation. How does Grimton feel about flying? He's flown before, so it's not his. Yeah, it's a pretty. It's not his first time. I guess he has, yeah. But I'm still getting used to it. It, it, it. He hasn't done it enough that it just become old hat. He's still like, there's still a little whimsy about it. See, so I'm gonna try to 
hit not purple, and I'm going to make this a pushing attack to try to knock him off his horse. Dismount the lad? Yeah. That's going to be a 23. Yeah, Grimton takes a inventory of the situation, clocks not purple as still able to ride his horse and not engaged with the boar. So he dives down towards him and like as he's like free falling kind of like he's still flying but he's like letting gravity do work here. Is at the same time like unsheathing Gorbring's radiance and as he's like getting ready to connect with not purple like the blade ignites and you see the the light like shine through four only 11 damage and he's he has to make a strength saving throw the strength save is a four on the dice so we'll not do it so he's knocked 10 feet and prone into the marsh Ooh, uh, gross. And soaking wet. The horse will run away startled. <laughs> Conveniently, it is not Purple's turn. He's going to get up in a tizzy, shake his head aggressively to get the, the, the marsh and, and mud and weeds off of his face. We're under attack from them! And it's going to point out with a spear at the rest of y'all attacking. There's nothing, there's nothing they can do. So, uh, <laughs> other than like throw the- Your weapon, the, but then you lose, the sp- yeah. boar spear. At least, I feel like at least one of them would try that. Who's the dumbest one? Not purple. Oh, it would be not purple who's the dumbest one. It would be, one. Uh, it would right. be not purple. <sighs> and so in that case, <laughs> and so in that case, not purple is going to haft this boar lance up like a javelin and then try poorly with disadvantage definitely to check it at the one who just knocked him off the horse so grimton this is with disadvantage a 17 and a two. <laughs> oh, no it doesn't fly well at all <laughs> the lance not only is it just not made for this he's also just not a good pole arm i'm not that far away from him <laughs> i'm like slightly more than 10 feet away based on how far he flew, but is he just acting on like impulse and oh, definitely. chucking it and, instead of like stepping forward? <laughs> <laughs> There's a dwarf hovering slightly above the ground. It's unnerving to him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would startle me for sure. Agnar is also coming down from the trees. Agnar has not flown before, so she's not as uh, graceful. I'm not as graceful as I'd like to be. Just kind of try to figure it out readies her sword she readies spine what's your what's your trigger for going into rage uh seeing iron test <laughs> okay. seeing iron test where does agnar go oh where does agnar go? yeah t- to get into rage to get into rage mode yeah uh i don't know maybe being on a revenge quest for her dead mother all right yeah That's dead pretty ragey mother, all the time <laughs> So she hulks out a little bit, she gets the sword out, she tries to take one big swing at the paralyzed Iron Tusk. I believe uh, you roll with advantage, and if you hit, it's a crit. What? It's definitely a roll with advantage thing. Okay. Well, because he's paralyzed. 
Yeah, oh, he's, he's paralyzed. paralyzed. Yeah, literally can do nothing. So that's yeah. why I'm rolling with advantage. Got it. I was like, I don't see anything on here about rolling with advantage. Okay. So now that's up to 24. Spine against... I'm thinking like up, upper shouldery area. Agnar, you can make this a critical hit, please. Okay. Oh, Which good. Because double I, damage. I don't know where the hell double my d6 rolls. is. And because I'm in rage, you add four. So it totaled 19 plus four. So that's 23 damage. Do you have a second attack? And then I do have a second attack. I'm going to take another thwack. Does a 19 hit? Yes. I'm going to take another thwack. And that one's just normal, right? It's also critical. That's still the four dice? Cool. 17. He's still paralyzed. (laughs) (laughs) So 17 on the second thwack. So the first one was like upper neck shoulder area. The second one was a second swing at his like side, like rib area. So whoosh, whoosh. Going for pain. I land on the ground, ready to go. There are three boars that are on the ground. And uh, Agnar, upon making this decision to land, you are about to be mauled. (laughs) One is coming to come charge at you. I'll fight the bitch. Make a DC 13 strength save, please. That wasn't great, but I feel like I have advantage on strength rolls right now. Let me look. Because of rage? Advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Hooray. Oh, and they were both shitty rolls. The highest one was a nine. Your eyes are fixed on paralyzed body of Jaw Rook Iron Tusk, and you do not see from behind this giant boar charging at you with terrible angry eyes, breath fogging out of its nostrils as it comes with its tusks shoves them into you, dealing 20 slashing damage, knocking you prone. Like, this is very much like a scoop motion that it is doing with its uh, snout and tusks. It runs nearly through you, tosses you to the ground, and you are uh, wet and muddy and in difficult terrain, so it will take... That's a lot of saving throws. It is no saving throws, but yes. If I am resistant to slashing damage right now, what does that mean? You take half. Nice. What's your path? Ancestral guardian. Nice. Oh, oh, which means that anybody that, uh, what's his name tries to hit, he has disadvantage unless he's fighting me. Well, he's paralyzed, so he doesn't. (laughs) He's paralyzed, but like, you know, just in case. Really struggling to fight there with that paralysis. <laughs> it is going to be Magnus' daughter's turn. She, in her purple-hued greatness, uh, is also paralyzed. What what color is the horse of Magnus' daughter? Ooh, 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 um, ooh. Who gets to decide? It's a, uh, it's a red dun. Ah, yes, a classic red dun. You couldn't pick um, Blood Bay? No. Blood Bay would be too easy. That's two on the nose. Magnus Dotter will try to save against this paralysis. Rolled an eight. <laughs> the red dun horse beneath her uh, is far less sturdy than uh, the Jarl's slipper. And so the red dun, I think, is going to buck her off and into the drink. Back into the marsh. Head face on top of his chestnut horse will try to charge at Agnar, who is on the ground. All right. This is going to be rolled with advantage because Headface is mounted. And that will be one nat 20 and one five. So it will hit. 
In fact, he's going to use his boar spear uh, on this action. 21 damage from this boar spear. Uh, Agnar, where does it hit you? Yeah, like upper arm area, just a good in the meat. Right you know, meat. You know where her missing right arm meat. would be? The the horse will run past you and then Headface will turn around and chuck Ooh. a hand X at you as well. Oh, how much did um, I get hit for the other one? I'm sorry, I didn't write it down. Like 21. 20. And then it's half because I'm raging. <laughs> 19 plus seven, does 26 hit? Yeah, my AC's low as hell, yeah. <laughs> 11 slashing damage as this uh, tomahawk flies through the air, splashes into the mud, but the mud goes up into your eyes and it hurts Ow. and stings a little um, bit. I'm gonna activate blade song as a bonus action. All right, I'm gonna use steel wing, steel wind strike. I'm going to target the three boars. Whoa. Uh, head face and uh, iron tusk. Does a 16 hit head face. A 16 will hit head face. Uh, 35 damage to head face. Sheesh. Um, does a 15 hit a boar? Their AC is 12. That is 31 damage to that boar. Uh, that's a 16, so I'll hit another boar. That's 24 damage to that boar. That's a 10, so that won't hit. And then a 17, does that hit Iron Tusk? A 17 will hit Iron Tusk, yes. Uh, you also have advantage on hitting Iron Tusk anyway, so. That's 31 damage to Iron Tusk. This attack is basically like when I imagine it, it's like a instantaneous teleportation flourish of weapons type of thing. Teleport boar, teleport boar, teleport boar, teleport head face, and then like teleport behind Iron Tusk, boom. And then that's basically where it'll end. Dude, that's anime as hell. Very cool. So what does this look like uh, in the, the your finishing move in this flurry against the Jarl, like visually. You pop out into existence again. Blink out, and then you like come back into into existence, and you do the whole like, you know, sheath the sword, click, and then blood splatters like out of everyone or whatever. Hell yeah. So Fing is standing in front of Iron Tusk is what you said, right? Sitting, yes. Oh, on the horse, got it. Sitting in front. The thing that would happen to Fang is there'd be a lot of potential blood splattering out of Iron Tusk that would probably get on Fang. That's pretty gross. I, I would imagine taking 50-something force damage would cause you to bleed a little bit. Because you, like, appeared behind him and slashed his back. Cool. I would assume that Fang is relatively unharmed. I mean, the horse might be startled also, which would be... Uh, another boar, good, Agnar, but... is going to come at you charging... And uh, I think you'll be aware of this one. Let's see if this connects with you. It doesn't, it's a, th a three on the charge part. Um, so it won't get to do that, but it will uh, if the tusk works. Oh, it also rolled a three, a three on both. It's coming at me because I still have fly. The tusks are coming and I grab one of them and kind of swing myself up and out of the way and it just runs right past me. So a big swoop. You swoop. I swoop. Fang is going to scream at the side of the blood the attacks that are going on very extremely adjacent to uh, her poor little like four-year-old body. Displeased by that, I think is going to fall off the horse and into the muck and mire and take two damage because she's little. 
<laughs> and Slipper is a big horse. So what I would like to do is to land in a defensive posture next to Fang. Uh, I'm going to do a healing word on uh, Agnar, who has visibly taken some damage. This is true. Invisibly, yes, but actually not that bad. <laughs> You're the only one that's been hit as far as I know, right? Everybody else hasn't received any damage. I'm just raging, so I'm straight up. The way Healing Word works for me uh, is straight up Naruto hand signs. Yo. Sue us, Naruto. And it looks pretty cool. Like I straight up, I do some cool looking hand signs. I'd like to imagine there's like an, a, a, a brief like moment of... of I don't know, some kind of arcane energy that's right there. And I, I'm just, you know, casting it as a, as a, let's do it as a second level spell for the hell of it. What's very fun is that for you, the hand sign is actually the verbal component of the spell. It's like, it's the, it's like the sign language equivalent of just like speaking in Latin. A lot of roots, like it's, it's, it seems higher somehow. But anyway, so you get uh, 2d4, so well, so it'll be 2d4 because I uh, cast it as a second level spell. Nine health. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. I'm still concentrating on holding the Jarl and uh, Magnus. Let's see if that Jarl can uh, break out of that. It is his turn. Fucking four. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Jarl to fight back. It's going to be another boar's turn. On this one, is going to try to attack Fang oh. with a running start. I have a plan. It will make contact. It was a 17 plus the rest, and Fang is what is, you know, four. Literally why I, like, stationed myself where I was to be a defense for Fang, not against Fang. Well, there's a lot of boars. Yeah, there are three boars. Like, there's three of them. It's the other direction. That's fair. So this one's coming up from behind. Okay, yeah. So, so 23 damage. Okay, 23 total. However, I have a reaction um, that's part of my uh, ancestral guardian path called Spirit Shield. Solid. So um, I can use 3d6 to, like, take some of that damage away from her and, and cover. Absolutely. Tank it up. Tank. Twelve damage less than whatever she got. Wow. Okay, that absolutely saved Fang's life. I'm ho- obviously I'm holding a sword with my hand, and then there's like not another hand, so I point my sword in her direction, and I don't think I want to say that we can see it, um, but it is like a hand, like it is like mom. It is like their dead mom's guardianing her somehow. They can't see it, but they can feel it. Urshan's words will resonate in Grimton's mind as he's getting ready to like step forward and uh, lay into not purple. And he's not going to smite him. He's just going to attack him with his sword. All right. But it was a nat 20. <laughs> nice. Wow. So he's not pulling his punches that much. 
13. 31 damage. Wow. Nice. I'm gonna circle something on my on my paper and I'm gonna hold this up. Is this flipped for you? Yeah, we can see it. No, I can read it. Yeah. Uh, how many hit points did not purple have? 30. 30. Well. You uh, one shot that boy. Yo. We only get one episode with him, huh? <laughs> uh, tell me how you kill Barney not purple. He just, he just threw a, a makeshift javelin at me with one of these boar spears. Uh-huh. And I, I step forward, just walk, hovering above the, the marsh ever so slightly. And as I'm, like, pulling Gorbring's Radiance back to take a stab at, or take a swing at him, I see Urshan signing, like, I don't want to kill these people. You, you see Gorbring's Radiance dull a little bit as I'm, like, pulling back my smite, but the strike is they're still going full force. So he's not able to, like, yeah, pull... Right. You were just yeah. counting on the magic not being there. He <laughs> overestimated not purple, it would seem. As the strike, like, hits true, and he sees, like, the life drain from not purple's eyes. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Love it. Oh, oops. Knees fall, splash in the water as Barney just kind of crumples there. Rest in peace, Barney, not purple. May you fight forever in Chernagar. Oh, I gotta be more careful if I'm not gonna kill these guys. Grimton turns to the rest of the battlefield and uh, he, he's just, some boars you I guess, kill. gonna use the rest of his movement, yeah, to, to go towards the people, the rest of the party. Uh, I'm gonna keep raging. Is Iron Tusk still on his horse, paralyzed? Yes. Dang. I'm back in the air again, so I'm gonna go back down and do a big old slashy slash again. It's 18 plus stuff, which I'll hit because he's paralyzed. Four dice again? Damn. The whole person is pretty brutal. Ah, oh, I love calculators. 25! One big slash. And that one's again at the ribs because I'm being mean. And second attack? Uh, does a 20. Is that vocal training? Four hit. Yes. Oh, total hit. It hits. Damn. 28 damage on that one, too. That's a kill shot, baby. Yo, all Tell right. me how you kill your loving brother. <laughs> I had one slash to the side of the ribs on his right side, and then I lift the sword up and his head rolls into the marsh. I'm gonna go move over by Thing. I do have some sort of instinct that something bad is happening, even though I'm ragey. A boar is going to try to attack Magnus' daughter. I wondered if that was going to happen. And it will successfully do that. So Headface isn't dead yet either, right? Headface is still up, and Magnus Dother is still up. And Fang and all three boars. Magnus Dother's turn, who is forced to uh, attack back against the boar. In one hand, she has a, a meat cleaver, and as... Uh, the boar is going past her in its attacking run. She strikes with the cleaver doing uh, a significant amount of damage. Then on the other one, in, in the other hand, brings the pike up and is p uh, pointing it at the boar, like kind of keeping it in its, in its sights and uh, is clearly ready to receive another attack. Headface is going to, the Jarl has fallen. The Jarl has fallen! 
is going to continue an attack, I think, uh, as best as it, he can, mounted against Agnar. Ride his horse up to you. I don't think that he's going to get advantage Agnar against Agnar because Agnar is flying. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, uh, horses have mounted combatants. Yeah. Horse, yeah, horses got the advantage, but I feel like flying kind of negates the the mounted advantage there. Agnar, this is against you. You ready? Yeah. Fifteen plus three. Yeah, with nope, the plus, yeah, uh, yeah, that hits. My AC is low, low. Why is your AC low, low? Because I don't wear armor, so I can be more ragey. Yeah, but you, you get a should, bonus. Yeah. You get you get unarmored defense. Yeah, but it's not a lot. How much is unarmored defense? It's t- 10 plus con mod plus yeah, dex and mod. My con- Wait, what plus con? I ten, just put plus 10 con. 10 plus con plus dex. Wait, plus, plus con plus and plus- dex. Yeah, it's like 15. Like, it's just, it's just low. This pike hits you. Uh, and you will take, where's my detent? Uh, 13 damage. For- Piercing? Okay, seven it is. I guess we'll try another uh, steel wind strike <laughs> hitting the uh, five remaining combatants. So the three boars and the two people. Magnus Otter will that will miss. 12 hits a boar. That's uh, 41 damage to a boar. Whoa. That's going to be a kill shot. Uh, that's another 12 to hit a boar. Uh, that'll be 45 damage to that boar. <laughs> that will kill that one too. Uh, and then that's a 10, so that'll miss another the last boar. Then head face, that is a 20 to hit, 39 damage. All right, tell me about these two boar kills. Alaris is kind of thinking, like, the boars are probably the most dangerous part of this particular um, encounter that's left. If I think if we can defuse the boar situation, the other two might also stop fighting, but Headface also seems to be the one that is continuing to be an active combatant uh, after the, the exclamation of the Jarl and stuff. Um, but also, I think in the back of the mind, Alaris is like, you know, if I'm going to make my way in this new town, you know, Indelfil can make my way in the world. Maybe being able to bring back a couple of boars as trophies might be a good thing, you know. Like, Solid. Yeah. Like, you know, if I walk into town and I'm like, I single-handedly killed three boars, like... Yeah, that doesn't suck. You know, you're going to get some respect pretty immediately, right? Two of them simultaneously. Yeah, in, in a single attack? Damn. It's, it's the last boar's turn, and uh, this is going to be a really high intelligence save, I think, for, for the boar, because boars aren't known for their flee from combat. Yeah. But we're going to see if they do. That was an 11. No, they're still in it. Right. <laughs> um, this boar is uh, still in the thick of it, uh, and it's going to go for the smallest target that it can see, who is still fang. Rolled a four. So tell me, flavor-wise rather than mechanics-wise, how you help Fang dodge this attack. First, I'm already standing right next to Fang. Like, I came over to the stand for that. Uh-huh. And I can see this thing coming. And, and like, Fang is a four-year-old, so Fang's pretty small. Uh, so I essentially, like, kind of grabbing her, like... I lift her enough to get her off the ground and then I pivot around like a dodge so that we just kind of scoop her up and the the boar runs straight past. 
It's a swooshing. It's a little swoosh. Swooshing. Like in another context, this might would be like fun, but in this context, it, it's just like, a, oh, let me get you out of here. Finally, <laughs> it will be uh, Fang's turn, I think, and Fang is just going to cling tightly and uh, kind of bury a crying face into your scarf, Urshan. Uh, we still fly, right? Like that's mm-hmm. this like little swoop motion that I did for her. I'm gonna like sort of transform that into like holding her like in an embrace like you would hold a four-year-old you know on your hip or whatever and i'm gonna fly into the air uh because like i am not trying to have her be on the ground i'm gonna use channel divinity uh twilight sanctuary the way this reads as an action you present your holy symbol uh and a sphere of twilight emanates from you the sphere is centered on you and has a 30 foot radius and is filled with dim light the sphere moves with you and it lasts for one minute or until you are incapacitated or die whenever uh whenever a creature including you ends its turn the sphere you can grant the creature one of these benefits you grant it temporary hit points equal to 1d6 plus your cleric level or you end one effect on it causing it to be charmed or frightened. I am going with, I'm calming her down um, from this clearly traumatic experience. Um, and in a in a rare uh, show, I, while flying in the air in this little bubble of twilight and holding her tightly, I whisper in her ear out loud, it's gonna be okay, it's okay. And that's it. That's all. Like it's not loud. Nobody but, else can but hear it. But it's out loud. Is out loud. Um, this is a moment for that. We're traumatizing a four-year-old. Uh, this is a moment for it. Huh. Um, didn't expect it to be this early, to be honest. But then things got heavy fast. I guess mechanically she is charmed, but like generally, I'm just trying to <laughs> mitigate trauma. There's no more boars, right? Or is there still one? One boar. Is it the one that was uh, engaged with Magnus' daughter? Yes. I'm going to presume she's still kind of busy with that and just kind of turn towards her direction and yell, The Jarl's dead. Should we be concerned about fighting you as well, or are you cool? I'm a little occupied. Yeah, but after that, are you... (laughs) Either way, I'm in combat. (laughs) I'm going to assume the best. Since you haven't tried to hit me, I'm not going to try to hit you. I could use your help. (laughs) It's just a boar. I'm going to walk over towards them. (laughs) You quickly dispatch the boar. Tell me how. (laughs) You walk over. Uh, I'm going to grab one of the... I'm gonna grab one of the boar spears, whatever we're calling them. I guess I'll use my movement to fly over there and just try to, as it's charging, I'm gonna charge into it and like just meet it head on. This show would not be possible without our generous financial backing of our Patreon supporters. Today's episode is brought to you by Adam Guta, Brian, Chris Kimball, Dan Bauer, Daniel Tan, Lena Nibulsi, Lucia, Michael Callahan, Ryan, Thor, and Yona. Thank you. 
each and every one of you, because we would not be able to share this story with the world without your help. The music in this show was written and performed by our friends, Blake Bost and Orman Audio. Our logo and the extensive maps on our website were done by Daniel Grayling. Emmeline Kelly drew our character art, and our website was built by Labor of Love Graphics. Our role-playing system is 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, published by Wizards of the Coast, who we hope will keep the focus of the game on community over profit. A large-scale dream was played by Zach Weaver. Jesse Lemus played Grimton Steady Hand. Agnar Elfbreaker was played by Sarah Zimmerman. And Stephen Civils played Urshan Bethethnosh. I'm the Dungeon Master, Joe Love. Thank you, friends. One, two, three. Clap. So anyway, fuck FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that episode of John Oliver or... Oh, last week tonight. Hassan yeah. Minaj or whoever did it. Yeah, I watched the yeah, one Ted Lasso? about uh, Qatar. Ted Lasso. That stuff. I don't know if any of y'all watched last week tonight, but the one two weeks ago was about homeowners associations. Oh my god, we just okay, watched that last god. Um, It's and nuts! The, the, but the best part is is that he made a separate episode. He's we like, also watched under it. under 35, uh, I made a separate episode that's all about Chuck E. Cheese because you'll never own a home so you don't have to care about homeowners associations. So just go watch <laughs> the episode about the history of Chuck E. Cheese. And it was wild! Cheap. It was super wild. It was really cool. I watched both episodes. Yeah, me too. That's so <laughs> funny. We watched them yesterday. Yeah. Fortunately, I don't have an HOA where I am, but like I would just not live somewhere with an HOA. Well, that's the problem. If you get a new build, if like in a new neighborhood, it's almost guaranteed to have an HOA. My dream is to become the president of the HOA and then dissolve it. And then abolish it. Yep. That's a good idea. And then move and just continuously do that. that. (laughs) Just just be like the super... Most Joe, like, the HOA killer, upstanding <laughs> HOA member or whatever, like on the outside, but like. Well, it's an elected like... board, so like, honestly, that wouldn't be. Everyone hates their HOA so much. I feel like that wouldn't be a hard thing to run on. Yeah, but like you, like you know, you like move in, you deliver everyone cookies, you like. <laughs> Hello, I'm a great. Like, I get my, I, I. I Put my trash can out at precisely 6 a.m. Ready for the trash can, or ready for the garbage truck to come in. Zach, did you watch that Brian David Gilbert episode song that he did about HOAs? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think I've watched everything that Brian David Gilbert's done, so I've probably seen it. I've been really, really liking his new song. Um, Don't tell your wife about this game? Yeah, don't tell your wife about this game. So good. It is very good. God, he's so hot. I've never seen a hotter man in my life. He looks so soft. God, I love him. Man is soft. I have no idea what you're talking about. Don't know, yeah, who this person is. Wait, y'all don't know who Brian David Gilbert is? No, I'm a girl on the internet. Yes, you look up Brian David Gilbert. Watch everything. 
you won't be disappointed. Don't tell your um, wife about this game. Just watch, just watch Unraveled. It's yes. some good I, shit. I will. That's the one shit. thing that you need to know. The the Sonic lore video has just like oh my tattooed oh, itself into my brain. Yes, the Sonic <laughs> Bible. The, the, Sunny, it, the hedgehog. <laughs> it became like a it became a pretty popular TikTok sound. A little clip of that. Uh, what was the? He's like screaming at that point about Sonic. Either Sonic is God or could no, or Kirby. Could, yeah, no, kill it's, God. it's Sonic. It is Sonic. Yes. Either Sonic is, is God, God or, or could, could kill, kill God. God. And I do not care if there's a difference. Exactly oh. that whole like he's that guy. Um, he also one of my other favorite videos is he read every book in Skyrim. That was that was oh his my first God. Just, that was like the first and then smash it, yeah. It's so good. I love that video so much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like the one where he cooks every. Uh, meal yeah. in Breath of the Wild. Nice. Um, I also, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's the one that did like sexiest monsters in yes, Castlevania. He did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a plug for for Pokey Rap. I see his Pokey Rap video. The per the perfect Pokey Rap is very good. You've sent me that before. This is top tier around. internet content. Let's be wow. clear here. Like, you need to enjoy yourselves. I strongly recommend the Sonic video. It's iconic. Yeah. Um, I also really like his podcast. Um, it's called Let's Make a Music. Uh, Let's make a music. Where uh, him and his sister and their friend who's really talented at making music uh, just get together and shit post about a topic and then just make a song about that random topic. Oh, I love it. I think it's literally Brian's philosophy. I think I've seen clips of uh, Fiance. It's very good. Huh. Some good shit. Anyway. Enough, enough uh, Brian David Gilbert fangirling for us. <laughs> oh, BDG did say that uh, in their in their dream life, they would open a pottery studio in quote Western Arkansas. So listen. You mean Eureka Springs? Brian, 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 the, the Gilbert, as it were. You can be on this show, like you can just <laughs> you can <laughs> open Look, invitations. Hey, isn't that here. the little bluebird, please? Terra Studios. Yeah. Did that place close though? Nope, they're, they're still around. around. They stopped making bluebirds. Aww. Was that just uh, a random, random reference, or has he been to Arkansas and liked it? I don't know. I'm not sure. Because those are two like hope that big it's... hurdles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To well, have been to Arkansas, Arkansas and also and then liking it. Liking it. But if he said Western Arkansas, he's on the good half at least. Like. Well, right. no, you're <laughs> north you are, side. sir. I would. I will still take Western Half over you. Absolutely, Mountain Arkansas is way better than Delta Arkansas. And then you hop in your helicopter, and you pew pew pew, pew with the fucking machine gun. That's how we do it in Texas. I just all forget, but I want to know what you people think. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? You people. You all. Y'all? Y'all. Y'all. Yins? Yins. Um, That's the one I like. Yins? Yins. Yins. My dad says yins. Yeah. Ian plural. Like a house full no, of Ian's. 
Y Ewans. You Ewans. 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 There's definitely a two syllable ness to it. Like, not two full syllables, but definitely more than one syllable. It's a diphthong. I used to have this bit of, of like useless trivia that I don't actually know if it's true, but it sounds true. Um, and I don't know all of the, the words in the English language, so I can't definitively claim yes or no. But I was once told that the longest word in the, Eng the longest single syllable word in the English language is the word screeched. All right. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's the whole. That's it. Thanks. Oh, that's the whole bit. You now have that in your brain, just like I do. How did that come up, Stephen? What was the connected piece there? We're talking, we're talking about syllables. Um, you derailed it to uh, underwear, but uh, before that, we were discussing syllabic content of words. Yes. Yes, he's with me. I was wondering what the difference between hold person and hold uh, monster, monster was, but it's because you have to do a human apparently. Uh, oh. That is a really big question. How do you feel about the person of like giants? There's so, a difference between humanoid and creature. So if your character is racist, could they cast <laughs> hold monster <laughs> on an orc? Yeah. I don't even know what to do with that question. Leave it in. <laughs> no, I mean it'll be in. It's a valid question, but it's a good question. I'm uh, so glad that you're on horseyhooves.com. We mentioned I, that in a previous I, episode, and I don't remember. Hey, what? <laughs> I googled. What I googled when you when you asked this. Uh, what? colors do horses come in <laughs> because I just don't know <laughs> what all colors like are reasonable choices for a horse Speckled. and I found this this fantastic chart on horseyhooves.com oh, um, and wait. some of these like oh. w well don't say any of them just like pick the fun ones when Joe asks us again <laughs> what, what color the horse is <laughs> Steven, please resist eating chips on recording. <laughs> They're crackers, but okay. You say putting something in your mouth? It was cheese. It doesn't crunch. Oh my god, earlier I said I did a two-handed sword thing. God damn it. <laughs> god damn it. She can... I think... I did. Admiral I was like a two-handed... Kind of wheeled. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The other hand was there for emotional support. It was, it was... That's spiritual support. Yeah, yeah. It was, it That's was the ancestral present. guardian. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, the ancestral Ooh. guardian. Like mom's hand. I like the idea Whoa. of like a ghost hand, like etherealizing. Oh my when God. She's in well, rage, it was an know? accident. No, she doesn't have a hand. I just forgot. That's why I always need to have our character pictures up because I just like forget what we look like. Oh shit, fuck, god damn it. It's on the floor. 
<laughs> wow, that was a whole <laughs> string of them, huh? I cannot wait for oh beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going back to elementary school next year, so I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, You're going to elementary next year. Good luck. I'm tired. The middle schoolers are stinky. 